0: Hello and welcome to Bought at a Price podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Our mission is to take you on a redemptive journey towards understanding the way that God views your body, your lifestyle, and your role in his kingdom. We are committed to bringing you solid biblical wisdom combined with practical science backed lifestyle tips and information to help you care for yourself spiritually, mentally, emotionally and physically. Thank you for joining us. Hello, friends. Let's open in prayer before we start looking at and talking about today's podcast. Heavenly Father, I ask that you would be with each and every listener right now, that these words that you've given me would be your words and only your words, that they would speak truth and life and hope into the hearts of everyone who hears them, Father God. And may all we do in this difficult season of life right now bring you honor, glory, and praise. In your name, Father God. Amen. Well, with COVID-19 upsetting almost everything that we know to be normal, you might be wondering what God's word has to say about things that seem pretty darn hopeless. And there's a story in John 11 that you might be familiar with where Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. And that story had some very hopeless-seeming events, like Lazarus dying, despite Mary and Martha sending and asking Jesus to come and help. So today we're going to look at the meaning of Jesus' words in John eleven four. If you have your Bible, go ahead and open it up or open up your phone app you see cuz just as the meaning of John 11:4 applied to the people that Jesus was speaking to it also applies to us now so dear friends let's study John 11:4 and those words this sickness is not unto death and may God be glorified through the sickness covid-19 that's currently overtaken our world i was a new christian when i first heard john 11:4 and that day god taught me something really important god used the meaning of john 11:4 to show me that my sicknesses and diseases were to be used to bring him glory that day was 25 some years ago and god's been bringing this verse to life in me Ever since, every single time I feel depressed or hopeless, I remember this verse. I remember that my life is God's, not mine. And this verse reminds me that everything I do should be done to bring God glory. So I do my best to serve even when I hurt and don't want to. And when the Holy Spirit prompts me, I share the hope that I have with others. I have a choice. I can let my pain and suffering win, and some days, boy, I do let them win. Or I can rely on the Holy Spirit to strengthen me. And when I rely on the Holy Spirit to provide me strength, my sickness, my diseases are not unto death. They're for the glory of God. So let's look at the meaning of John eleven four and see how it applies to us now. Before we get there, though, I want to ask you a question. What feels hopeless to you right now? This might be a sickness, a disease like I have, job situation, relationships, circumstances, our current events. What feels hopeless to you right now? I've got a printable devotion with the Bible verses and the questions that I'm going to be asking you in today's podcast episode, and you can download that from the show notes if you would like to spend some time with the Holy Spirit and write down your answers to the questions. So John eleven 4, let's read it together. It says, but when Jesus heard it, he said, this illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God May be glorified through it. This verse is Jesus' response to a messenger who'd been sent to tell him that Lazarus was dying. What's interesting, though, is that verses 5 and 6 tell us Jesus loved this family, but he stayed where he was for two days. Why would Jesus do that? Maybe you're asking, it feels like God's been waiting. 22 days to answer some of my prayers. Dear friend, have hope. God hears and God does answer. The short answer, though, to why Jesus waited those two days to come to Mary and Martha's plea for help with their brother Lazarus was salvation. If you skip to John 11:45, 45, it reads, therefore therefore always means that something in God's word is refer- referring back to something earlier so in this case it's referring back to verse 4 therefore and it's also referring back to the fact that right before John 11:45 is when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, and Lazarus came walking out of the tomb, all wrapped up in mummy claws, just like a bad B-rated movie, and came out of that tomb after being dead and in the tomb for four days. But John eleven forty five says, Therefore, many of the Jews who had come to Mary and had seen what Jesus did believed in him. Wow! Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead meant that countless Jews were also raised from the dead. This is what Jesus was talking about when he said, It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. What does John 11.4 mean? It means that your sickness, my sickness, anything we might be battling— shouldn't be about us. It should be about God being glorified and about sharing the hope we have in Jesus. Our hope in Jesus means that we've been raised to life like Lazarus and are no longer dead in sin. Remember, friends, a life without Jesus, that's the worst sickness of all. It's death. So now that you know the meaning of John eleven 4, let's unpack the significance of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead a bit more. But before we do that, I've got a couple more questions for you. Well, actually, it's one. Pray about the things that you wrote down, the things that you feel are kind of hopeless right now. Pray about those things and ask God how he wants to be glorified through them. Then write down what you believe God wants you to do. Don't despair if you don't get an immediate answer, though. Keep praying and expecting God will answer. And hold tight because next week I'm going to be bringing you an episode on using God's word to shape our prayers. So, Jesus and Lazarus. Jesus' reply in John eleven four shows that he knew Lazarus would die. But why wait two days before going to Lazarus? Why not heal him before he died? At first read, it seems like a horrible, awful thing for a friend to do. The first thing that we have to remember, though, is God's ways, they're not our ways. Our human thinking is that no one should get sick. No one should have to die. But we also have to remember that sickness and disease are a consequence of sin, and that God says in Isaiah 55.8, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. Jesus waited because his ways were God's ways, and he was waiting for his Father to tell him It was time to go. Jesus didn't wait because he was testing Mary and Martha's faith or because he wanted his beloved friend to die. No, Jesus waited because everything he did was done in step with his Father's will. Jesus knew that waiting would bring life giving salvation to many, many people. Remember, friend, God uses everything and salvation of many people, that's priceless. That's something worth waiting for. Lazarus, though, he also was raised to life, so God showed his power as the Son of God, his power over sickness and death when he raised Lazarus from the dead. But this verse, it also symbolizes Jesus's death, burial, and resurrection, how his death brings life to all who are dead in sin, how Jesus's death, burial, and resurrection brought us new life, brought all people who call on the name of Jesus Christ new life. The significance of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead is that when we choose Jesus, we're also raised from the dead. So if you're waiting like Martha and Mary for Jesus to show up, have hope, friend. God is never late. Now let's look. First, let me ask you your questions. I get sidetracked. What has God raised you from? Think about all. If you're a Christian, think about everything that God has raised you from. When I think about my life before Christ, wowzers, it was a hot mess. I was a dark, ugly, miserable person. And when I think of all that God has raised me from, He truly did raise me from the dead. And despite my sickness and disease, I have never been more alive. I have never been healthier than I am now. And it is all because of the power of God in me. So what has God raised you from? And also, what are you still waiting for God to do? Or what prayer requests still feel unanswered? Now let's look at today with COVID-19 and John 11.4. The entire world right now has been brought to a standstill because of COVID-19. Many people are being cautious and practicing social distancing. Some of us have been put under mandatory isolation, commanded in the state where I live that we're not to leave our houses unless we have to go to the grocery store or have to go to the doctor's office. Granted, our governor did say that we are allowed to go outside and go for a walk, but we better not be doing it because we want to be engaging with other people. But there's also many, many people right now who are alone, trembling in isolated fear. And dear friend, if you're a Christian, please don't fear. You have the hope our world needs. And as the number of sick and dead continues to grow, there's a question we need to ask ourselves. Are our words and actions bringing God glory? We have the vaccine that the world needs. Jesus Christ is the only vaccine that can conquer the fear of death. Because when you know Jesus, you have eternal life. Are you sharing this death-defying vaccine with others? As Christians, we have the opportunity to share true life with any and everyone. Maybe you're saying, But, Hannah, we're all isolated. Well, yes we are, but we also have the internet. Are you using social media, FaceTime, Google Hangouts, Google Meet, Skype, Zoom, etc., to talk with other people? Now is the time for Christians to rise up and be the church, to be God's hands and feet. Would you ask God to show you Who he wants you to engage with? Spend your day praying without ceasing and meditating on God's word. Then ask God how he wants to use you to bring him glory. There's two links in the show notes as well for more about praying without ceasing and meditating on God's word. Friends, let's share the message of eternal life, our hope in Jesus, with everyone. We know. Who do you know that doesn't know Jesus? How can you encourage and share hope with them? Consider sharing, showing these people that you're there for them by buying them groceries, sending them a card, emailing them, or doing a virtual visit just to listen to them. Pour life into your relationships and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you along the way. Friends, as the day of Jesus' return draws closer and closer, things are going to get harder. We have to cling tightly to our hope, trust, and faith in Jesus. Our eyes must be firmly fixed on the eternal life that we're waiting for. For some, COVID-19 will be what brings them face to face with Jesus. God's asked us, to share the hope we have so that everyone has the chance to choose eternal life with our Lord and Savior. In Matthew 28, 19, and 20, Jesus said, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always. the end of the age. Would you use the internet to do what Jesus commanded us to? Our current social isolation requirements and the reasoning for them aren't about retreating. These things should be a call for us to ask God how we can bring Him glory with the resources that He's given us. But we don't want you going at this alone, either. Now is also a time when we need to be engaging with other Christians. So what about you, friend? Are you trusting in God despite our current events? If you're struggling, would you reach out to us at the link in the show notes where it says you can contact us? If you don't connect with us and you're struggling, would you please FaceTime, Skype, or do a Google Hangouts with a Christian friend or family member? please, if you're struggling right now, don't struggle alone. Share it with somebody and ask them to pray for you. And remember what it says in Hebrews 10, 23 to 25, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Friend, you don't have to meet face to face to meet together. Find someone to virtually meet with and share your hope in Jesus. If you haven't heard Sarah's episodes on how God uses trying wilderness seasons to shape our hearts, you can listen to them. There's three links for them in the show notes. These episodes will encourage you as you walk through our current wilderness season of social isolation. Remember, friend, we have hope. Cling to your Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, and ask God how he wants to use you right now as we are all sitting in our houses, socially isolated, but still connected with the internet. God bless, friend.